Matthew 6 and 6. But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Hallelujah. Good evening, Alan family and friends. Uh, we thank God that our prayers matter. God rewards us when we set time aside for prayer. Somebody say amen. On behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Elaine Flake, welcome, welcome, welcome to the prayer line. We have with us a minister of Allen, Reverend Lois Stewart. Reverend Stewart, you may lead us in prayer. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Edmonds. And praise and power and love and glory to everyone, to uh, Reverend Dr. Elaine, Pastor, and to Reverend Dr. Floyd Flake, Pastor Emeritus, and all who are on the line tonight. God bless each and every one of you. I'd like to start off from uh, Proverbs, the uh, fourth chapter, beginning at verse 7. I'm going to read it from two different uh, versions. The first one is the uh, King James Version. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. And from the Amplified, it reads, The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom, skillful and godly wisdom. It is preeminent. And with all you're acquiring, get understanding. Actively seek spiritual discernment, mature comprehension, and logical interpretation. So get wisdom. I'd like to just have a short um, meditation Christians, God's children, we, love to quote Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, 3 through 14, regarding the plans and purposes, excuse me, the plans and promises that God has for his people. He tells us there to uh, build houses and uh, not to decrease but to increase, to uh, give, give our children in marriage and to accept uh, others in marriage, to plant vineyards and to eat from them. You can read the entire scripture yourself. I think you'd benefit from it. And they're excellent plans and promises. And they're meant to give hope and encouragement for a glorious future. But I wonder if we understand that this hope and encouragement is being given to a captured, broken people in exile. In exile from their glorious land and temple in Jerusalem. Now, these are the same ones who lamented in Psalm 137 how they sat down and wept by the river of Babylon when their captors asked them to sing them one of those songs of Zion. And they said how they hung their harps on the willows and asked the question, how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land? God had sent word to them by the prophet Jeremiah and other prophets who tried day in and day out to call them back into right standing with Almighty God before they lost everything and were taken into exile to Babylon. God tried to tell them that he was doing a new thing, but they refused to listen. Things were going good. They had a modicum of what they wanted, and they were doing it their way, and they were satisfied. But God was not satisfied. And when God is not satisfied, there will be some changes. In the beginning, they may be small, but then they get bigger and bigger until the change consumes all that you knew or had before. So 
we love to quote Jeremiah 29, 4 through 7, but we really need to start at verse 1 and read that entire chapter to see what else God has to say. We, my sisters and my brothers, saints and sinners, are so to speak in exile, or we may not want to admit it or even think about it. We may try to deny it to ourselves and to others. But if we stop and listen, really listen, if we do what Proverbs 4 and 7 is encouraging us to do, and that is to get wisdom and to get understanding, maybe we wouldn't be so anxious, jumping at everything and everybody. Maybe we would avoid the petty arguments. Maybe we wouldn't be so scared, and being scared makes us angry. And in our anger, we lash out at others, and we hurt them because we ourselves are hurting. If we would listen to that still, small voice, the voice of Almighty God, we would hear him saying, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Don't you see it? God is not looking back. He's looking and moving forward, and he wants us to move forward with him. He wants us to stop looking for things to go back to what they were. The new wine that God is pouring out, the old wineskin simply cannot hold. God wants your new, fresh worshiping of him. He wants the love and adoration that we had for him when we were first saved to flow up to him again. He wants that childlike wonder and awe to overtake us as it did at the first. When we couldn't get enough of Jesus, we couldn't get enough of our Bibles, we couldn't get enough of praising and worshiping him. And now the worship leader has to encourage us to praise God. Open your mouths and praise God. No one had to tell us then. It just flowed from us, and God was pleased with it. He wants a new shout. We've been doing the same thing for so long. And don't you know that God knows it? that God sees it. In times gone past, we used to call it rote, something that we could do without thinking. We just did it because we had been doing it for so long, it was almost like second nature to us. And so we just continued to do it. Now, please, don't bother arguing that you are worshiping God because, see, this is where wisdom and understanding comes in. You want to go back to normal. And God wants to go forward, wants us to go forward with him. The old things truly have passed away. And some of us are still trying to hold on to them, to bring them back. We are clutching them with hands that are so tight on them that we can't get anything in or anything out. And God wants us to let go of them. The old things have passed away, and some of us are still trying to hold on to them and to bring them back. And God continues to say to us day in and day out to let go and to stop allowing these old things to hold us back and to hold us down. If only we could see how they are dragging us in a direction that God does not want us to go, then, maybe then, we would leave it alone. We would let them go. I know we're hurting. We've been hurting for, for now going into the, I guess in, in uh, March, it will be the third year if we go into March in the same condition. 
and we're all hurting. But God has got this, and he's had it from before the beginning. And if we could only grab a hold to that and begin to understand what God is doing and stop trying to bring something back that he is trying to pry us aloof from, let it go. Stop allowing it to hold you down. Stop allowing it to drag us back. New wine and new wineskins. A new anointing awakes us. But the question is, will we receive it? Wisdom and understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. And all you're getting, get wisdom and get understanding. All my sisters and my brothers, I say this with with love and, and with urgency. Don't allow the mighty move of God to pass you by. Don't allow what God is doing not to be seen and experienced and and for you to partake of it with God because it's there for each and every one of us to, to, to move in that mighty move that God is moving in. And he wants us to be with him. He wants, us to, he wants to show us the, the glories that he has for us. And these glories cannot compare with what we have had. They cannot compare at all. So don't allow the mighty move of God to pass us by because we're still holding on to what was and looking for it to come back. It's not going to come back the same way that it was. And if the truth be told, if we were really honest with ourselves, some of us could say that maybe some of what we were doing, some of what we were doing has us in a position now that we don't want to be in. And God knows that, and he's trying to bring us out of that because he is doing a new thing. And I would conclude before we go into prayer that let those who have ears to hear, hear. Let us pray. Father, we love you, we praise you, we bless you, we worship you, we adore you, we magnify you. There is no one like you. Father, you're awesome, you're mighty, you're holy, you're powerful, you're glorious, you're loving and kind, and you're tender, and you're merciful, and your mercies are new each and every day. When we are unfaithful and faithless, you remain faithful. You show us favor, Lord, when we don't deserve it. You have opened doors for us that we could not have opened for ourselves, and mercifully, You have closed other doors that would have harmed us or placed us in positions that we did not need to be in and places that we did not need to be in. God, you love us with an everlasting love. Even when our, our love and our affection for you grows hot and grows cold, your love never wavers. Your love continues because it's a steadfast love. Lord, even when we have turned our backs on you, you never turned your back on us. And we just want to tonight say thank you. Thank you for who you are and thank you for whose we are. Lord, we need you. We need you in every area of our lives, every second of every minute of every day and every night. And your word tells us that you would never leave us nor forsake us, that you will be with us even to the end of the age. And then we could be with thee in the newer life that is to come through thy son, Jesus the Christ. Nobody could do that but God. Nobody would do that but God. You have prepared for us before we were even a gleam in our mother and father's eye. You have prepared for us all the days that we have. You know how many days we have. You know the hours that we have. 
and you have so graciously and mercifully prepared. You have brought us out of sore trials and tribulations, and sometimes we don't give you enough praise, enough honor, and enough glory for all that you have done. You could have turned away because sometimes we have turned away from you, but you didn't. You didn't. You continue to call us day and night. You're whispering. You're sending your Holy Spirit to speak to us, and you refuse to let us go. And, Father, I'm so grateful. I am so grateful. Lord, for all of us who are on the line tonight, thank you. Forgive us for not loving you the way that we should have loved you. Forgive us for not praising you the way that we should have praised you. Forgive us for not spending time in your word the way that we should do it. And thank you for each and every opportunity to begin to do it again. And so we thank you. We thank you, Lord, because you tell us in your word that you will remember our sin and iniquity no more, that you will cast it into a sea of forgetfulness and remember it no more. And we are so very, very grateful. Father, tonight we're asking that you do for us that which we cannot do for ourselves. We're asking you, Father, to release us and loose us from the anxiety and the fear and the anger that attempts to come over us even from the jealousy and envy that tries to creep in and upon us. Open us up to receive all that you have, Father. Have us, O oh God, to open ourselves and to seek you while you may still be found in a way that we have never sought you before. Father, restore the joy of your salvation to us, that joy that includes peace, the peace that passes all understanding, the love, the love that allows us to love even those who are unloving to us. Give us discernment, Father. Help us to understand because we need discernment, Lord. Oh, God, give us discernment. So we'll know when to move forward, when to move back, when to stand still. No one can do that but you. Give us the ability to be kind to one another. Nobody can do that but you, Lord. And help us to be kind to ourselves as well. Oh, Father, we're asking you tonight to heal us of all that is past, the past hurts, oh God, the hurts that we have received and the hurts that we have inflicted upon others, and help us to forgive. Help us to forgive, Lord, and, and there are some things, Lord, that are so hard. There's so many on the line tonight that are asking themselves, even as I'm praying to you, how can I forgive this one, that one, this that was done to me? But God, help us to forgive. And help us to accept the forgiveness that you have already given to us. Help us to release the power and authority that was given to us by your Son, Jesus the Christ, so that we can affect change, change in our lives, change in the lives of those around us, and change in this world that you have us in now. Oh, Father, help us to understand that that change can come as we pray, thy kingdom come and thy will be done in our lives on earth, even as it is in heaven. Lord, nobody can do that but you. Help us to understand all that you have already prepared and provided for us through your son, Jesus the Christ. Help us to know the power and the authority that you have already given us. Lord, we lift up our leaders, our religious leaders, our leaders within the church of our Lord and Savior and Redeemer, Jesus the Christ, and we ask you to move in and through, to strengthen and encourage as no one can but you, to raise up those who are bowed down. Some are so tired, O oh God, so tired. Give them of your strength and of your energy, Lord. Move in and through as only you can, Lord. Thank you for the, the multiplicity of churches that you have, not just Allen, but every church, God, no matter where it is. 
strengthen and encourage the leaders, strengthen and encourage the leadership, strengthen and encourage the congregants, God, because some of us are tired also. And help us to lift up our leaders, O oh God. Help us to do what Aaron and Ur did as they held up Moses' arms and sat him upon a rock so that he could continue to pray to you that all that you desired to happen to your children as you brought them out would indeed happen to them. Nobody but you, Lord. And help us to remember to lift up our leaders. Maybe we didn't vote for them. Maybe we didn't like them. Maybe we don't like them. But help us to pray for them. And as is said in Jeremiah 29, when you encourage the people to pray for the place that you have sent them to, help us to remember as we read, to, re- to read with understanding and see that you were the one that sent them into captivity. No one can do that. Lord, we lift up our children to you tonight and ask you to move in and through. Help us to help them. Help us, show us the way that we need to help them, to reach them, oh God. They are hurting so much. And because of our hurt, sometimes we cannot see it. But God, you know it. There's so much more, Lord, for those who are sick and wounded and injured. But God, you see it all. And so we lay it all in your hands, and we thank you for all of it. And we thank you for the privilege, the honor, and the opportunity to be able to come before you boldly and to lift up our petitions, but help us to remember to also lift up our praise to you as we are lifting up our petitions, because you deserve it. You deserve it, Father, no one but you. So, God, receive all of our praise and adoration and love. And we thank you, believing that what we have asked for, we have received, because we delight ourselves in you. And you said if we delight ourselves in you, you would give us not only the requests of our lips, but the desires of our hearts. So do it for your name's sake. In the name of Jesus Christ and by his blood, we ask and thank and accept and receive in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Reverend Lois Stewart for your prayers of wisdom and the beautiful meditation that you gave us this night. We say thank you. I feel like we're in the school of prayer. God is teaching, even as people come onto the line, teaching others even how to pray, new believers how to pray. So thank you so very much for your wonderful prayers. I love when you said, don't allow the mighty move of God to pass you by. And so that, that is words of wisdom from heaven, that we have to open our eyes and be prepared that God is doing a new thing. Thank you so much, Reverend Stewart, for talking about how God is doing a new thing and for us to, to move forward and to look forward even as God moves forward and, and he's teaching us to, to look forward. So we praise you, uh, you, uh, Reverend Stewart, for blessing us tonight, and we thank you. Thank you, thank you. Allen family, we will be back on tomorrow evening at 8 p.m., and we just thank God that God is rewarding us as we come to him in prayer. God has blessings in store for you. Open your eyes, and do not miss the mighty move of God. Have a great night. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.